Spending time in adoration is experiencing heaven here on earth. You know, today we continue the Advent teaching series on the Holy Eucharist with the emphasis on the adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. Last week, Father Joe talked about the real presence of Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. You know, without our understanding and belief that Jesus, the God of the universe, is fully present, body, blood, soul, and divinity within this Blessed Sacrament, our adoration of the Blessed Sacrament would be foolish, just foolish. But through the consecration of the priest and the working of the Holy Spirit, the bread and wine become Jesus himself. It still may have the appearance of bread and wine, but as Jesus, his church, and our faith tells us that it is no longer bread and water, but the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. The new manna that is being sent down from heaven to be present here on earth and to feed each one of us as we continue our journey back to the Father, the Father who is in heaven, which is our true home. You know, yesterday I had the privilege of attending the ordination of 18 men who were ordained as permanent deacons for our archdiocese. What a blessing for our archdiocese. What a blessing for all the parishes, the hospitals, the prisons, the jails, the care facilities, and anywhere these men will serve. So when you are ordained as a deacon, whether you are a transitional deacon or a permanent deacon, you are ordained as Christ the servant. You are formed to have a servant's heart and to serve the church as a servant to all. A transitional deacon, which Father Zabinski and all other men who, are, who become priests are ordained, <coughs> they are ordained deacons who spend this, this year in the role of being Christ the servant. And they do this to form them before they become um, priests. The permanent deacons who are married, their first vocation is as a married man. Their wife and family uh, trump the office of the diaconant. You know, uh, Archbishop Hebb, uh, uh, he made this clear to our wives before we are ordained. And there's been a few times in the last six years where my wife Mary has said to me, Paul, do I have to call the archbishop? <laughs> you know, many people ask me about how it is being a deacon or is how my Buddies would say to me, hey, hey, Paul, how's that deacon thing going for you? Well, I tell everyone, everyone, that I cannot believe that the Lord allows me to do what I do and how privileged I am to do it. Not only here at the altar, but sharing the most intimate moments of people's lives. That the Lord uses someone like me, a lowly, simple, and sinful man, as one of his instruments here on earth to be part of his plan of salvation. The plan of salvation that each one of us is a part of. Each one of us, especially the baptized, God has a plan for you for today and every day of your life. And you are part of that plan of salvation. We are all part of that plan of salvation. 
On behalf of all my deacon brothers, I just want to thank you for the, for the many prayers that you have sent our way. You know, without your prayers, I, I, would, I would believe, and your support, I would believe most of us would not have been ordained. Again, thank you for your prayers and your support. You know, as a man approaches uh, ordination to the holy orders, uh, the church looks in depth into all the aspects of his life. <clears throat> so besides everything else that they looked in, for me, um, they also looked into my spirituality, and they were a little bit, a little bit concerned about it. Um, as one of them said, it's, there's a few red flags here that we would just like to have checked out. Um, so they sent me, uh, I think it was in my third or fourth year, to see who they said was a wise and old, uh, older uh, priest who had a great discernment of spirits. So I w- met with this priest one evening, and, uh, and we just, he just said to me, oh, tell me what's going on in your life. And uh, so we had about a two-hour visit there. Uh, mostly j- I was just telling him what was going on in my life and, and the, some, of the, some of the events that had happened. And uh, when we were done, he said, okay. So uh, then I met with the director of the Accident uh, a few months after that, and uh, he said that... Uh, the, that priest did not really see anything um, wrong with my spirituality or any red flags, but he said that he gave me some practical advice that so I could guard myself against the evil one. And then, uh, within a year of me meeting with this priest, uh, he died. And uh, they had a wonderful article about him in the Catholic Spirit, you know, the official newspaper for the Archdiocese. And they told of these just wonderful, wonderful things about him. And there was a part in that article that uh, it said that he was the exorcist for the archdiocese. Something that I wasn't aware of. Well, then it made sense to me why they sent him, uh, me to him. Who better to discern spirits than the exorcist? You know, this is one of the events that I talked to him about. And the reason that I'm using this event is that it involves adoration of the Blessed Sacrament in a teaching uh, from our Lord that uh, he gave to me that evening, uh, which was meant for all of us. You know, we were reminded this week, uh, when we heard the second reading from Ephesians, uh, during the solemnity of the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Uh, it was the second reading uh, uh, for this uh, solemnity feast. And it was St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians, and it was his, from the first chapter. And I'll, I'll just read part of it here. And he said, St. <clears throat> Paul tells us, In him we were also chosen, destined in accord with the purpose of the one who accomplishes all things according to the intentions of his will, so that we might exist for the praise of his glory. We who hoped first, we who first hoped in Christ. You know, St. Paul reminds the Ephesians and he reminds all of us that we are chosen or we are called to exist for the praise of his glory, the praise of God's glory, the glory of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. To praise him at all times, especially in the adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. 
So I was ushering on Holy Thursday, and this was uh, in the year 2008. And uh, the liturgy was over, and the Blessed Sacrament was placed on the baptismal fount for adoration. And the adoration was to end about midnight, and it was about 8.15. My wife and I, uh, we left the church in silence, and then we drove home. I told my wife, uh, you know, I'm going to go back and do a little adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. But you know what? I'm very tired, and uh, I'm not going to stay long. And uh, besides that, I have to work early tomorrow morning. So when I arrived back at the church, um, there were still many people there from the liturgy. And uh, they had kneelers set up in front of the Blessed Sacrament. And um, so, as I said, it was in in the baptismal font, and it was in a clear uh, crystal bowl. And uh, anyway, because all those kneelers were taken up, there was also some chairs that uh, were set up for people to sit at, and it was up against a wall. So I decided to go um, to one of those chairs and just kneel down in front of it. And uh, and so I did. And... uh, I rose, I put my hands in prayer, in, you know, adoration to our God. And uh, I started, so I was kneeling and I started uh, to do some intercessory prayer. Intercessory prayer for uh, the church, uh, for the parish, and then for the church itself. And about ten minutes into this, I thought, hey, something weird is going on here. You know, my hands have not moved and I haven't shifted around. You know, this is not, usually this isn't right. And I thought, well, what's going on here? And I thought, well, maybe a grace is going on. Something's happening, and maybe I should cooperate with whatever is happening. So um, I did so. You know, in the, they had people church sign up for adoration um, for every hour so that the church would, be, uh, would have several people in it for adoration for that evening. And so um, you could... At the 9 o'clock hour, the 10 o'clock hour, and the 11 o'clock hour, people were coming and going, you know. And uh, because I had my hands like this, I couldn't see my watch, so the only way I could tell time was by the people coming and going. And uh, this this continued. Um, you know, I could move my head around, but as far as my hands and my uh, the rest of my body, it was like a statue. This continued to about 11.45. And then... And I felt something on my hands. And they're slowly starting to lift them up. And oh, then I started to feel the power of God swirling in that room. And it was just so, so strong. And not only did I feel the power of God swirling around, around that room, but I also felt being drawn up, like I was being lifted off that, off that floor, which didn't happen, but it felt that way. It was very, very, very strong. And that continued to about a minute to uh, midnight, and all of a sudden my hands went boom down. And uh, and then about a minute later, the priest came, our pastor came around the corner, went up to the Blessed Sacrament, said the the closing prayers, picked the Blessed Sacrament up, and walked out. I stood up and walked out of the church, you know. As I was preparing for this homily, I realized that our Lord allowed me to have this experience 
so that I, he might use me, this lowly, simple, and sinful man, to give a teaching. A teaching that was not meant only for me, but was meant for every one of us. Every one of us. The teaching that he is truly present in the Blessed Sacrament. And that he's calling each of us, each one of us, to come and spend some quiet time in adoration with him. So the understanding he gave me and the understanding that I was to, uh, to share with you is just show up. Just show up. It was that simple. Show up when you're tired. Show up when you're happy. Show up if you're sad, mad. Uh, maybe even you're mad at God. Show up anyway. Um, come for five minutes. Come for 15, half an hour, an hour. Doesn't really matter. Just show up. Show up and spend some time with our Lord. And he, he, the God of the universe, will take it from there. You know, as we heard in, uh, in St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians, we are all called, we are all chosen. Called and chosen by our Lord to do his will. Called and chosen to spend some time with him so that we might praise him and allow him the God of the universe, to minister to each and every one of us. You know, when we leave this earth, our hope is that we will spend eternity with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, spending eternity basking in their love and praising them forever. Adoration of the Blessed Sacrament is experiencing heaven here on earth.